It's time to break through the barriers of belief and start thinking about things in a whole new way. You can remove the blocks in life that keep you from moving forward. The best part is you can begin right now. Welcome to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman. In today's program, you will learn proven mindset reset practices that you can put into use immediately to change your life. Now, here is Prudence Gensman. Welcome to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman. And I am here with you today, live from the Sage Summit in beautiful, amazing New Orleans. And it's so exciting to see the energy of everyone coming through the doors here at Sage Summit that are here to share their amazing talent that that they possess with their businesses, with their creativity, with the changing world of technology and who they are as they're coming in and wanting to grow as a company. And today I am excited to share with you Corey Rhodes, who is with Single Source Systems out of Indianapolis. And I have to tell you why I selected Corey. As I was walking through the showroom floor, I noticed Corey's pants. <laughs> and yes, I said pants, P-A-N-T-S, because in, a, in the world of business, when you see a, usually a nice khaki pair, nice slacks, Corey has some crazy pants on. Welcome, Corey. Thank you, Prudence. I appreciate you having me here. And yes, the, uh, the pants definitely draw everybody in. It's a unique experience, you know, when I go out into the public and uh, to notice all the people. Either they are really attracted to you and want to come up and find out what's going on, or at the same time, they don't want to make eye contact. They're afraid <laughs> you're going to come up and talk to them, right? Exactly. So. Well, see, what I love, because with my show, is really all about mindset and, and how are we, how do we think about the world and how do we see things. So to me, it's completely outside of the box, and I love it when even something as simple as a change of pants can can stir up a whole different conversation. Absolutely. So I love Absolutely. it. Corey, tell me, what brings you to Sage Summit? You know, um, we've been partners with Sage uh, for quite some time, going on a little over 15 years. Um, as you had mentioned, headquartered out of Indianapolis, Indiana, we are at heart a software development company. Um, but really the, the purpose behind it is just to improve the efficiencies of companies but more importantly, also, you know, have that tie into the individuals within the organization and improving their quality of life, right, to reduce that stress that they uh, experience on a day-to-day basis. I, I love it. Tell me more about your story. So how did you get involved in this? What was that personal draw to this, this sort of work? Sure. You know, I think at the beginning, we got started out being, you know, technical individuals, right, computer science degrees, uh, engineers. Uh, that you know we're looking to utilize software and technology um, to advance our products right that we take out to the market and so listening to our customers um, you know we we started to establish kind of a, a domain domain knowledge domain expertise actually in the service uh, industry market so um, we're working with a lot of HVAC to um, plumbers electricians residential to commercial and so utilizing technology utilizing um, and listening to their experiences on a day-to-day struggles um, we are allowed able to apply the technology and our domain expertise of software development to address those those issues and so then working with companies globally throughout the world we're able to then incorporate in also best practices you know with not only the software and the design that we're doing and the development of our solutions um, but also apply those best practices and share it, you know, from company to company. 
I, I think it's kind of interesting. I, I hadn't thought of this before, but technology is is sort of like an individual and a, somebody's growth in their life that you have to evolve. Technology at some point becomes obsolete, has to continue to evolve and move forward with with the individual just as an individual evolves and moves forward. So I think it's great that with your company, um, single source systems, you're able to do that and get in and do the trainings and, and work with the people to, to meet their needs and grow with their needs. So how do you work how do you work with with these companies that need you? Tell me about the companies that you can work with and and how you're able to work with them. Sure. So you know, over the years, as I mentioned, having that domain knowledge and expertise in the service practices, um, techniques, et cetera, like I'd mentioned, um, it's really geared towards companies that have a fixed asset um, that has serial tracked, has warranties that are tied to it. Um, and so being able to give the organization visibility, um, whether they're a manufacturer or distributor, of being able to provide that you know, customer service experience and improve that. Um, so by utilizing the technology and the software, we're going to give them that visibility to give that feedback to improving the, the product. At, at the core of it, you know, we always look to address the, um, the, the organization's a um, uh, couple of things. We, we believe that the software should address three, three key elements you know, when the end user logs in for the day. And that is, one, how am I doing at my job? Two, you know, what is what is the best method? What is the best um, process flow to manage that? And then, um, you know, how do I do it in the most efficient manner? And so, um, you know, by utilizing KPIs um, and actually enabling that end user to truly understand how they impact the bottom line, right? So you're improving their knowledge and intelligence of how the financial aspect of their organization works, that the, um, the software then would then enable them, give them visibility immediately on, on how well they're they're performing at their day-to-day job. So tell me a little more about what how how it works for you though and how do you feel as you're as you're doing this for people? What do you get from that? What what do you gain as someone who's able to provide these solutions to an audience and to a market? Sure. Um, so I think at the at the core, you know, I like solving problems and I like um, like I mentioned before, improving the quality of life to everybody that I meet. And it starts with my presence, you know, my pants, as you referenced before, <laughs> right? Um, to make sure that I'm uh, approachable, all right? I try to uh, have a smile on my face. So, you know, as we go in and work with new organizations and truly understand, um, you know, their pains that they're experiencing on a day-to-day basis, you can see it in their face. You can see it, you know, in their body language. And so then when you work with them and you kind of see that light go off, on how they can incorporate technology and the best practices, um, it's almost a sense of, of relief that you can see on their face. And to me, that makes me feel good, right? And makes our organization feel good as well. So I love it. I think when we do things that we have a gift in, there is that natural sense of fulfillment when we're able to share it with somebody and we see that light bulb moment happen in whatever form that is. So they, they understood the technology, they understood whatever software, that you're implementing and and then you're able to help them take it and move on to the next level. Absolutely. Yeah, so as we were discussing at the end of the day, you've got to have the team around you, you have to have the people that really are wanting to use the information and support it in order to make the information and the software do what it's meant to do. Oh, absolutely. And at the end of the day, right, it, it comes back to, 
you know, empowering your employees um, so that they have, a, again, a better quality of life that they carry into their family life as well, you know, so that they, they look forward to waking up the next day and going into work and making, you know, and providing value to their customers, right? And hopefully it kind of, you know, passes downstream, um, you know, that we help our customers, they help their customers and, and so forth. So I love it. Um, we've been speaking with Corey Rhodes with Single Source Systems. Corey, Tell our listeners how they can learn more about what you do. Sure. Um, you know, so they can learn more by visiting our website, either www.singlesrc.com. Um, and from there, you'll learn all about who we are and our track record of over 30-plus years of helping organizations uh, throughout the world, uh, whether it be in service, uh, manufacturing, distribution, et cetera. Excellent. One last question. What are you looking forward to here at the SAGE Summit? Um, meeting new people. Um, you know, I've been in this, the SAGE community for over 15 years, and so it's always uh, fun to meet new people, hence the pants, right, <laughs> to hopefully get them so that they don't defer their, uh, deflect their eyes, uh, that they're open to coming and talking to me so that I can understand, you know, their story. Um, and, and so that's why I look forward to coming to these events. Thank you so much, Corey, for being a part of our show today, Mindset Reset Live with Prudence Gensman, here coming to you live from the Sage Summit in New Orleans. Thank you, Corey. Thank you. And I'm excited now to welcome my next guest, Miss um, April Hansen. And April has a longtime connection with Sage, and she is here with Blythe Co. I love the saying, turning dreams into productivity. And so I'm very excited to welcome Miss April to our Voice America Airwaves. Welcome. Thanks so much, Prudence. So April, tell us a little bit about, you know, one of the things I love is to hear how people get involved with the things that they're doing, because there's a story there. And when we do the things that we enjoy, there's, there's a personal piece to it. Tell me a little more about about you and how you became involved with Blythe Co. Sure. I mean, I've been involved in the SAGE community for too long. Um, <laughs> I don't mean that in a b negative way, but uh, certainly just it was happenstance. I, you know, stumbled in way back on one of the product lines that I worked for um, and was actually working for SAGE. Um, when oh, really? SAGE first acquired its first U.S. product line. And so I got to kind of go through that transformation and journey and certainly a, a part of Sage community there for 12 years working for Sage and then went out into uh, the partner ecosystem and went to work for Blytheco, which is one of Sage's largest partners. Wow, it's impressive. We were talking a little bit about how companies like Sage, companies like Blytheco start from a dream, start from this little speck of an idea and, and then it evolves into something and sometimes people are afraid to take that jump, take that little speck and, and take it to the next level. Share with us a little bit. I, I love what you told me about the story of how Blythe Co. got started. Yeah, our, our uh, CEO, Steve Blythe, um, used to work at a big, big four accounting firm and was one of the first innovators to really look at automating accounting and how, what, how could he make all of these you know, things that were going on easier for the accountants that were working with clients. And in doing so, he kind of had all of these automation tools that he kind of started programming and working on. And one of the partners at the firm used to walk by him and say, hey, how's Blythe Co. doing today? You know, because he's Steve Blythe. 
And, uh, you know, before too long, he went out on his own to really make a practice out of serving customers in automating their accounting. And that was 36 years ago. Tell me, tell me about what you enjoy when you're actually getting to go out and, and work with your clients or go out and create new contacts and, and in the role that you have with Blytheco. You know, I'm, I'm very fortunate. My role at Blytheco, um, I get to see and work with a lot of clients. I get to work with a lot of our partners on strategy. The thing I love most is when we're walking through maybe a warehouse or walking through, you know, a business of one of our customers and really understanding what they need and matching that technology piece to what they're trying to accomplish in their business and then watching them accomplish those goals. To me, it's just so rewarding. Um, you know, we had a customer recently that I went out to in Ohio and, um, you know, they make, they make prosthetic devices. And to watch how much their employees were so enthusiastic about what they needed to do to accomplish their goals. And we were just trying to help them do that. And it was just a beautiful marriage. And I think it's interesting that behind the scene pieces that no one really stops to think about, that it takes the work that you do and it takes what Blythe Co. brings to, to, do the, to do the foundational pieces so that then the f- people focusing on making things such as a prosthetic or out there serving in a different way can do their job. And I think that's really incredible. Tell us a little more about Blythe Co. and what Blythe Co. is able to do for small and large clients. Yeah, for instance, in this case, you know, what we did is we spend a lot of time interviewing and trying to understand what businesses are trying to accomplish. And, you know, as you're going throughout that process, it really helps you, over time, you kind of see the needs repeat themselves in some businesses, and then you also understand the unique qualities that a particular business might have. And I'd say that's our niche. Um, We spend so much time in that discovery phase of trying to really seek to understand first, you know, maybe one of seven habits of highly successful people, Yes. Um, you know, the Stephen Coveyism, but we really do seek to understand first before we ever start talking about technology, before we ever start talking about software. And I think that's a little bit different than other approaches that perhaps other people make. You know, a a lot of times people come with one thing to sell and so they just want to sell that one thing. We've stayed very open to sell a lot of different solutions. We, ha- we handle over 100 add-on products, for instance, some of them that compete with each other. Wow. And the reason why we do that is because we want to find the right one for the customer for what they're trying to do. And so we keep our community very open and we have a lot of partnerships because we want the right solution for the customer. And then I suspect, because you've taken the time to really sit and see what the customer needs and really and really begin to get a vision of not only what they need in the immediate, but begin to get a vision into the future of where that could evolve to. Tell me a little, how do you work with a client to evolve their, their process as they're going through? Yeah, I think we align with Sage's customer for life. I mean, we've had customers that are here at the show um, that have been with us for 20 years. And that doesn't happen if you're just doing one implementation and then the relationship is more of a break and fix. What we like to do is continuously check in. We do what we call like a business process optimization where we go in one time a year, we take a look at their current 
technology? How is it serving them? Has anything changed in their business? And if so, how do we need to modify and adapt to move them forward? How do we need to plan for additional phases? And right now, there's a lot of customers that are considering, you know, maybe moving up platforms, maybe changing from Sage 100 to look at maybe like an X3 product because their business is growing at a rate that that would make sense. So how does a company determine that on their own? It's kind of back to that discovery and spending time making sure that it's the right thing, or if it's not the right thing now, when would it be the right thing? You know, is it two years from now? Is it three years from now that will be the right time for you to look at a new solution because your business will be evolving at a certain pace? And that's what we spend time doing with our customers. And from the sounds of it, it really broaches all industries. So you mentioned prosthetic and medical industry. What are, is there a specialization or, or really it's the need more than the industry? You know, we do have a couple of specialties, but honestly, um, we serve so many. We have over 5,000 customers that we've implemented wow. on Sage Solutions. So there's a vast number of different, you know, a lot of manufacturing, a lot of distribution customers, um, but we serve all. We have a lot of, you know, professional services companies because we understand that because we're one ourselves mm -hmm. as well. So because we always enter it with the seek to understand first, it makes adapting to a particular industry relatively easy. So I'm curious, what are some of the questions the clients will first come to you with in order to, to figure out what they need and how, how to work with you? You know, it's, it's all over the gamut. I mean, we, reach, we recently had um, someone come in that was really asking us questions about accounting and we started asking them a variety of questions about their whole business and it turned out that HR was really a pain area for them right now and so we were able to service them not only from their accounting pains that they originally talked to us about but they also had some HR needs and we were able to solve that as well and it wasn't even something that initially came up that they were bringing to the table. So we get everything from I just want to talk about this particular software, tell me about you know X, Y, and Z to gosh, I'm, I've got to have a project. I know I need accounting, but I don't know where to start. So it comes in all, all ranges and all sizes. And I find that really interesting that sometimes we just don't know what we don't know until someone mentions it. And then it's the thought of, oh, wait a second. I think that might be something of interest. Tell me more about this product that you have and tell me more about this service. What are some of the products that you can do for for a business. I know you mentioned um, some of the human resources, services and consulting. Um, what are a few other things that you can do? We handle uh, the Sage 100 product lines. Um, we also handle X3, Sage 500 from a support, Sage CRM um, and the HRMS product lines. Um, and then we also service some other customers outside of Sage as well. So what are you looking for here at the Sage Summit? What are you most excited about while you're here? Well, we um, are the bag sponsor. So, um, And then inside the bag, we have our Bellwether magazine, which is a quarterly magazine that we put out, which is business information. It's not product information. It's really focused around trying to elevate people's businesses. And we have uh, a little you know, kind of tour that people can do, a booth hunt game. And if they do that, and they get entered into a drawing. And we love come having those people come to our booth and having conversations with them about what they're trying to accomplish in their business and to see if we would be a good match to work with them. You know, you mentioned the magazine, the Bellwether um, Blythe Co. magazine, which is very generously, everyone received one in the welcome bags. Is that something that the listeners can actually 
get in touch with or read more on, you have can. access to? Yeah, we have a distribution of like 65,000 people wow. that receive this magazine on a quarterly basis. It does come in print and electronically, and you can get it at bellweathermagazine.com. You can sign up um, to get and receive your copy. And just a small little side note, as we were talking, you actually have connection with Voice America as well. I do. I'm friends with Ed Kless and, and Ron Baker. I used to, when I worked for Sage, um, Ed and I worked there at the same time, and we used to travel the country and talk about leadership. This is a really small world. We actually met in the coffee line, which is uh, an important line to be in. And we were fortunate enough it was moving pretty quickly. I know, and both from California. Exactly. And and so I love that you have you have really connections with all the pieces, with Sage, with Voice America, and with Blythe Co. And that's just that's sort of a fun little blend. <laughs> small world. It definitely <laughs> is. And. When you leave from here, when you leave from Sage, what what are you hoping to take away from this experience? You know, goodness, there's so much that Sage is announcing this week. Um, so I hope to learn about those new products and announcements that they're putting out. I think it's really exciting um, how they're really upping their commitment, their customers for life, their technology changes. And so I want to walk away with some information to really support and market those particular products. And then I, I want to walk away with better relationships with our customers and hopefully some new relationships. On a, on a personal level, which I don't really believe that we can separate business from personal. I think we are who we are. Every time we step through wherever we are, we take ourselves with us. On a personal level, what, what do you hope to get from, from this kind of an event, from the work that you do, from the clients that you reach? I'm a total extrovert, so being at a show like this is like, you know, I don't know, it's like a drug, right? You get so excited yeah. and the energy that happens in the booth. So from a from a personal, more personal standpoint, it's really just the connections and being able to talk to a lot of people. It fulfills me. It makes me feel great um, that we can have good conversations and maybe change and impact somebody's business. I, you know, like us, uh, Stephen was talking uh, the CEO of Sage was talking about him being from family businesses um, that, as that background. I had the same thing. So I grew up in family-owned businesses, and so I always see that connection. You always see that owner that's, you know, got all of those struggles and is just trying to make, you know, it better for their employees, better for their family life. And I really do connect to that story. That's the personal side for me. I love it. I, I completely agree with you. There's something about being surrounded by people who are looking to advance in their lives. And, and that gets expressed in many ways. And what we meet here are people who are advancing in their lives in the form of the business that they share, that they represent, that they're creating, whatever level that they're at, whether it's just that spark of a dream to 36 plus years of experience in, in contributing and in working together. And the truth is, is that without other people, we don't, no one has a business. That's right. Without other people, none of us would be here. Uh, and so there's a lot of power in being in that collective energy of, of like-minded people that are stepping out and wanting to advance themselves and the world. It is. I mean, we are a people business. You know, our greatest asset that we have is not necessarily the software that we sell. It's our people that service our customers, you know, and so watching them like flourish and grow and develop and be really happy employees. I think uh, one of the 
the things that Deepak said this morning is that there's like 20% of employees that are disengaged or engaged and the rest are really kind of disengaged that at some point. That was amazing to me, yeah. And we have an annual survey. We actually uh, just won one of the best places to work in Orange County, um, which is where, where our main office is located. And, you know, we have such a high percentage of engaged employees and that are happy uh, to be able to win that award. And when you work in an environment with that kind of energy going on, it's, I really feel like it's self-fulfilling, right? It gets bigger, it gets better when you have all that energy and you bring that to a show like this, where there's a lot of great energy and a lot of excitement and it's, it's exponential, right? It's uh, very similar to what Deepak was talk- talking about this morning. To me, it speaks volumes about a company and what they represent in that being able to, to see that the people behind the product is so important. So congratulations on being named one of the best places to work in Orange County. Um, and congratulations to Blythe Co. for that. And for, and for recognizing that it takes the people to work the process. And then the process can grow exponentially because people are on board and want to continue to grow. Absolutely. It's, that's so important. Tell the listeners a little bit how they can get in touch with, with you, with Blythe Co., the Bellwether Magazine. How do we find you? Sure. I mean, uh, you can stop by our booth. We're number 724. Um, you can reach us online at Blytheco, B-L-Y-T-H-E-C-O.com, or our Bellwether magazine. And Bellwether, spelled weird, but it's B-E-L-L-W-E-T-H-E-R. So bellwethermagazine.com if you want to order up a copy of the magazine for yourself. Thank you so much for being a part of our show today and, and for what you have brought to to Sage and to the Sage Summit and and what you've brought to the show today on Voice America, um, you've, we've been talking with April Hansen and maybe I'll bump into you again at the coffee line. That's but right. Yeah. I um, I really appreciate you being a part of today's show and congratulate you on all of your successes. Thanks so much. And we'll be right back live from the Sage Summit. The world leader in Internet Talk Radio. You're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. 